Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 119, 2 Samuel 4 through 5. If you enjoy this podcast, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash BFW. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. So, more David. Yeah, more David. I guess I didn't realize he was so important in the Bible. I think you could say that David is the central character in the Bible, or at least in the Old Testament. Really? Yeah. Um, let's go ahead then. Okay, chapter 4. When Ishbosheth heard that Abner was dead, he was weakened, and everyone in Israel was troubled. Because what you don't want is a weak king. Yeah, I think he he was kind of given up. You know, his his main guy, Abner, was killed. Yeah, and so he he felt like yeah, I think he is just pretty much given up now. Okay, one day at noon, <laughs> that's a good line. <laughs> one day at noon, two of Ishbosheth's officers, Bana and Rechab, went to Ishbosheth's house while he was lying in bed. While pretending to fetch wheat, they smote. Ishbosheth under the fifth rib. All right, for, there's two things I don't get there. They're going to the castle to get wheat, to yeah. give to the people. Or... Yeah, there are some translations that have a sleeping somebody that is there, kind of the doorkeeper mm-hmm. that's asleep, and so they sneak in. Okay, but they're 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 sneaking in, they're pretending to be doing something else, getting wheat or something. You know, I got some wheat in here. I got to get. <laughs> I'm making some bread. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And they just go to his bed and they kill the king. They kill the king. They're two of his captains, like they're his highest officers, oh. I suppose, in oh. the army. Abner was his general. These are like captains. They come in and just, just killing them like that. And Under what, the fifth rib, of course. Yes. The groin or fifth rib, we don't know. What do they hope to have happen here? To rejoin the kingdoms, you think? Oh, we'll see. Oh, Okay. So verse 7, Bana and Rechab cut off Ishbosheth's head and brought it to David. Oh. Yeah. I guess that's a little present for David. Yeah. When presenting the head, they said to him, Here is the head of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, your enemy, who wanted to kill you. Yes, Saul really wanted to kill him. Over and over again, he uh, tried. Yeah, <laughs> and the way that's phrased, it could mean that they're talking about Saul, but I think they're talking about Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, who wanted to kill oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God has avenged you today of Saul and his descendants. Yeah. So he, they think they're doing David a favor, and they are. And I okay. think David really appreciates it. Yes. But we'll see how he shows his appreciation. What this is going to mean is that the king, his rival in, in Israel, yeah. is dead. Yeah. So David's going to be able to take over the whole, the, yes. whole, the whole country. David said to them, This reminds me of the time a nice young Amalekite came to report Saul's death, thinking that I'd be glad to hear it. I killed him for it. Boy, if I heard that line and I was one of those two guys, I'd be going, okay. Oh, yeah, they know, they're not, they know they're done for now. They're done for. Yeah. I'll do even worse to you since you murdered a righteous man on his bed. Okay, I'd turn around and run away if I were them. Then David commanded his young men 
and they killed Richab and Bana, cut off their hands and feet, and hung their bodies over the pool in Hebron. They buried Ishbosheth's head in the sepulcher of Abner. All right, well, a lot's going on right there. Yeah, yeah, but isn't that weird? Cut off their hands and feet and hung them over the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, chapter 5. All the tribes of Israel came to Hebron to anoint David as king. Again, remember a couple chapters ago he was made king? Yes. Now they're making him king again. King of a bigger territory. But they don't really know that. They're just anointing him as king. This is Hebron. This is in Judah. Mm-hmm. So the people of Judah who anointed him king Before. a few chapters ago are doing it again now. Only, yeah, as you say, he's now going to be king, not just of Judah, but of Israel as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all the tribes of Israel came to Hebron to anoint David as king. David was 30 years old when he began to reign, and he was king for 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. A special number. Uh-huh. David and his men went to Jerusalem, but the Jebusites who lived there said to him, You won't be able to take this city. Even the lame and the blind could stop you. (laughs) They don't know David very well. Yeah. David said, I hate lame and blind people. Whoever smites them will be my captain. He's just such a creepy guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. David took the city of Jerusalem, renaming it the City of David creepy and got a big eagle. Yeah. He grew great and God was with him. So he wasn't that great before. Oh, he's great. He was great (laughs) just right from the first time that God saw him. Yeah, he's been great throughout. As far as God's concerned, he's the greatest. Uh Uh-huh. Verse 13. David took more wives and concubines who bore him 11 more sons. Yeah, these are the sons that were born to him in Jerusalem. Remember, we had that list a while back of them born in Hebron. Oh, yes. Now he's in Jerusalem, and he has another 11 sons, I I think. No daughters, of course. No daughters, yeah. Hmm. One of them is Solomon, who will be very important later, but we will be covering that his birth uh, later in the story. Okay. Verse 17. When the Philistines heard that David was king of Israel, they prepared for battle. How funny is that, that he was with the Philistines fighting Israel before, and now the tables have turned. Yeah, it was all part of his plan, his and God's plan. Uh Uh-huh. David asked God, should I attack the Philistines? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think God's going to say? Oh, I I really don't know. (laughs) No, I'm against war. Don't do it. Yes, attack them, God said. I'll deliver them into your hand. So David smote the Philistines and burned their religious images. Just like God wanted. Yeah. But the Philistines came back again. So David asked God what to do again. And God said, don't attack, at least not directly. Come around from behind, over by the mulberry trees. Wait until you hear the sound of the Philistines from the tops of the trees, (laughs) and then come down and smite them. I'll attack them from the front. (laughs) David did as God commanded, and with God's help, he smote the Philistines again. Again. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what a weird story. So God is really participating. Yeah, and he's already in there. He's drawing the maps and the plans and everything. (laughs) The mulberry trees. You go this way, I'll go that way. Get up in the trees. Wait till you hear wind blowing through them. Yeah. I'll be in the front. And how is God really going to kill them? Like, does he have a sword, or is he just going to make them die automatically? 
Well, he has a sword, oh. and it is filled with blood, Oh. so the Bible says. <laughs> so there's that. But he has a lot of ways of killing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes he makes them kill themselves, kill oh. each other. Oh, that's right. That's, that's kind of the most usual way. <laughs> okay, well, that's our little story for today, children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try not to have bad dreams. I hope this doesn't keep you up at night. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Steve. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.